0: Oh, my goodness! Wow, I have almost forgotten how to do this. <laughs> what is up, my little angel babies? Welcome to the IDFk podcast. Oh my God, I am so excited to be back. Um, this is gonna sound hopefully so much better than what you last remember. Um also, again, don't mind my sleepy girl voice, not again, but like don't mind my sleepy girl voice. It is six am and I realized as editing that I didn't do an intro to this, so, this is your intro, and I also wanted to come on and like talk to you guys for a little bit. Um, yeah, welcome back. I'm so fucking excited to be back and to be doing this again. Um, this episode today is with my friend Nehemiah and we go over a lot of stuff. Um, one of my favorites being like how to be emotionally intelligent and um you yeah, know, we just have a real real good little convo. We talk about fashion, the industry, stuff like that. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Um, Yeah, the time that I've taken off, I've really been able to kind of revamp the pod. I reinvested in a bunch of new equipment. Everything is very fucking technical. (laughs) It's been a journey trying to figure it out, but it's been so worth it. Um, I feel like it's getting to the point where I want it to be. I definitely have a lot more to learn. I really love that you guys have stuck through this with me. fucking appreciate you guys. Realist ones. Um, Yeah, so enjoy this episode. And that's about it. Okay, bye. So today, I have my friend, Yamaya. Go Hi. Um, so, <laughs> we are having cheese and wine and stuff, so if you hear some ASMR action, <laughs> don't be mad. We're <laughs> 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 having a little, a little girls' night. But, um, a
1: birthday cake Oreos, too. Oh, we
0: forgot to open these, too. Um,
1: oh. The yeah. floor is fine. <laughs> I know. Like we're fine. sitting on the floor.
0: It's a good time. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about today. Mm. Um, I was thinking... Mm -hmm. Like when I was kind of brainstorming, we can talk about like, I guess passions maybe? Like, so I know that you're very passionate about like fashion. You're really good at styling. Mm -hmm. How did you start to get into that?
1: I, um, when I was younger, it was kind of, um, I mean, I feel like this might be a good therapy session for a therapist one day, but... (laughs) it was like drilled into my mind that you like have to like coordinate yourself before you leave the house. Like making sure you like look good, like making sure your colors match, like your tops and your bottoms, jackets, all that jazz. And then it just kind of became like second nature to me to like have that eye. Um, And then once I got into like Mm -hmm. middle school, I want to say was when I really had, like, a defining moment. I'll never forget, like, an English class. We were doing a, um, like, research paper project. Um, and this one girl did this, like, captivating story on Coco Chanel. Mm. And, like, she just had me on the edge of my seat, girl. And I was just sitting there like, wow, who is she talking about? Um, And she was like, I'm talking about Coco Chanel oh. <laughs> and I was like oh my god tell me more <laughs> um, so yeah since the 7th grade was when it really like kicked off for me mm-hmm. oh so like god. all my life but like 13 on Defining moment. Yeah, yeah it's been like right up there mm-hmm. for me
0: and so I know we've talked about this you and I mm-hmm. but what do you see as your future in fashion like what are your I guess cheers goals maybe? By the way. Oh yeah, cheers. wait let's do this with the mic ready Perfect. <laughs> Why? <Wine. laughs> Having a little bit of Chardonnay. <laughs> Very cheap. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like, where do you see your future? Like, do you see your future in fashion? Uh,
1: yes, <laughs> I do. Um, my. Uh, so I, I'm also I'm like I'm starting my own business, mm-hmm. my own like image consulting business. Give uh, a little shout out. The House of Gustavus, follow us on Instagram. I will at it down below. H-O-U-S. Mm-hmm. Wait. H A U S O F G U S <laughs> T A V I S. The link will be below. Um But yeah, I really want to get that off the ground to where it's like that's just a like a staple. Mm-hmm. Um, I really see it being like a very hyperactive brand. Um I want it to be accessible through all avenues, like computer, app, um, pigeon, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, I like I really want that to be like my thriving thing what I'm really known for but I also would love 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 to work at a magazine um
0: oh my god I could so see that that would be such an alley for you oh uh, my god yeah
1: like being like the creative director for like a fashion magazine or even like the fashion director Mm -hmm. um just really helping like create these like Gorgeous visuals of just, like, stories being told through clothing. Like, that's just ugh, always been a dream. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, flipping through a magazine, I just ugh, I love it. I the love smell, that. the feel of paper. And even though print is dying, um, digital media is still booming. Um, there will always be a need for, like, a fashion magazine, I feel. So those are my two avenues.
0: I love that. No, I think definitely... Like you said, it's always going to be around, whether it's media or actual paperback. Fashion's never going anywhere, you know? So that's... I don't know. I could totally see that being something not that you just achieved, but, like, I could totally see you thriving in the industry. Mm. You're very fashionable. Thank
1: you. (laughs) Like, I... And people listening, like, you know, she's really tuned me up, but I had my ugly faces, (laughs) too, like... A bitch sure was walking out the house looking a mess several times. I still am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, did you see me today? <laughs> I literally walked in. I was like, "It's mm, fine. I'm just going to my house. <laughs> Judgment-free sound. Oh, that's what I figured. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, uh, the purpose behind the House of Gustavus is to really make Anybody who feels like they have to walk out the house looking a mess and not know how to do anything different like i want them to be able to pull out their phone get on my website get on my app and be like we need help <laughs> and then we help you
0: <laughs> honestly when i get rich off of this podcast <laughs> yeah i make it big i'm just gonna hire you to style me honestly i'm gonna be like hey I'm doing this and this and this this week. Yeah. Send me outfits.
1: Yeah. Here's your check. <laughs> like, no, Thank you. Like, yes. Oh, and then for that day. <laughs> by then, on that great day, I will have a lovely team of people.
0: That's what I'm saying. But no, like, Nehemiah only. Yeah. No, sorry. It's like, oh, I'm
1: sorry. My best <laughs> close personal friends. <laughs> exactly. Like closing up the shop for the weekend. Oh, and then I'll uh, take you on trips. So yes. Can yes. No, I can't wait. <laughs> uh, hold on my calls, please, guys. <laughs>
0: But um, another thing I wanted to ask you, too, oh because yes. I was actually talking with Robert about this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that you feel like I feel like you're very wise, oh. you're very like wise beyond your years. And I feel like you always give really good advice. And like, obviously, anybody who's like that has had to go through something in order mm. to get to that spot. Yes, girl. And so, I mean, I guess it's not necessarily a, s- a question rather than maybe that's something that we can discuss. Like, I know. And it's really hard because I think a lot of people get bitter to shit that happens to them. I feel like you're, you always have a very positive outlook. And it's not just positive. It's very, like, not blunt, but you're like, this. it is what it is. And this is, like, how you deal with that. And I've, how did you, like, get to that point, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know how I became. Um,
0: have you always been that way? Are you kind of like an old? I feel like you're probably, like, an old soul. You know? I,
1: yeah, I have always been told that I'm very mature for my age, like, since a very young age. Ooh. Um and honestly that's just coming from like having to just like do things like um I had struggles with my mom growing up and she and I had a rocky relationship that led to me living with like other family members throughout my childhood um and so I always had like I had that looming over but it I don't know. I was always blessed to have a sense of stability, like throughout all the trials and tribulations that I went through growing up. I was never in a position where I was like, why me? Like, why is this happening to me? Um, I will give my family credits for shielding me from a lot of things. Um, but as I've gotten older, I like I do wish that they were more proactively discussed. Um just so that I would have like a better understanding of how to deal with things at this age. Yeah, I totally that I'm keeping undisclosed. Um but just not saying that I've gone through a lot, but I've been through several like big things in my life that have been enough to like been defining wake up moments for me mm-hmm. um let's see one of the biggest was like i don't know if i ever told you this but i almost died i got hit by a um a frito-lay truck oh <laughs> sorry oh. that's so not funny
0: like, <laughs> Lay. oh my god can what? We s- what can we say
1: names on the air Yeah, yeah yeah okay what the fuck? Got hit by a truck by a company. When was this? Um, what grade was that in? Oh, funny enough, the seventh grade when I fell in oh love with Coco f- Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> like, There you go. <laughs>
0: oh my god. Um, what the hell? That's insane.
1: So yeah, I almost died.
0: That's terrifying.
1: Um, but I didn't. So I'm like, huh. Um. I had, like, an epiphany when I turned 25. I was like, I'm 25 years old. I'm not 25 right now. But when I turned 25, mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Like, I almost died, like, 13 years ago. And I'm here at a quarter of a century. It's crazy. Like, albeit depressed. But <laughs> I was like, but I'm still here. Yeah. Still like, kicking. I'm still here, bitch. <laughs>
0: still here. Surprise, bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> you haven't seen the last of me. <laughs>
1: no, you have not. Um, oh, that's
0: that's insane how long like did you get like seriously injured I'm assuming
1: um so yes um I um let's see I got hit so hard that I like flew back 15 feet
0: oh my god
1: they hit me so hard on like the left side that like I flew back and broke the collarbone on the right side um oh my, god. my face was swollen two black eyes, oh a major God gash God. on my knee. Um, but I was like, I was only in a coma for like, maybe like an hour or so. Um, or just unconscious, I yeah. guess would be a better oh word to God. use. Um, but the next thing I remember was it was just like an episode of ER. And like I was just like, I opened my eyes and I just see white lights flashing above me and people clamoring beside me. And the only voice that I could, like, cognizant, cognizantly um, realize was my mom's. Um, and she's just like, oh, no, baby, I'm, like, I'm right here with you. Like, it's okay. It. It. Um, she had my aunt on the phone. She's like, I've got your aunt on the phone. Like, she's right here. And I could hear her going, like, Nehemiah, oh, my God, I'm getting on a plane right now. She lives in Atlanta. She's like, I'm getting on a plane right now. Like, and where did it. this happen? In Texas. In Texas, okay. Um, So, yeah, she's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. And I'm just like, uh. (laughs) You're like, just get me out of here. Um, But, yeah, like, I was only cognizant of just those two voices and then just the white lights. And then I guess I went out again. And then when I came back, too, I was, like, in my hospital room with, like, my aunt by my side, my mom by my side, the doctor.
0: so scary.
1: And I'm just like, excuse me. I'm just like, oh, hey, guys. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um I think they sent me home later that evening. Oh my god. Yeah. Thank God. Um, okay I know, now. it was like a major blessing. Um and then the school principal came the next day and then he was like, We're just gonna use your midterm grades. Um Thank you. You don't have to come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go ahead and start your summer early, get yeah. better and we'll see you next year. Oh I was like, god. That's so sweet of you, Mr. Griffin. Um <laughs> But yeah, so just like Major life events have happened To where I I have seen the negative side of them But I've also seen that it gets better And um, Like sometimes You just kind of have to tough through um, And Persevere And I know as like, cliche as that sounds It's like sometimes you just don't have an option um, You can either Give up um, or you can fight, and you can keep going. Um, and I choose to fight and keep going. Even when I don't want to, and even when I'm like, tears in my eyes, no strength in my body, tired as all fuck, I still keep going. And then I feel like there's like an outer power um like the universe is really just taking control of me and guiding me at that point because like sometimes you just have to surrender and be like i can't do this anymore like i can't do this on my own i need some help
0: yeah yeah um i love that it's true though because i feel like when you finally not so much give up but surrender like you said just kind of give yourself to whatever's out there maybe i'm Shane, and I believe too much in like the universe and stuff but it's like what I choose to believe that not just what you put out there comes back to you but when you ask for something and you genuinely like think it is going to not just better you but it's in line with like your path in life and what you're supposed to be doing like the universe has a way of making things happen for you and like you said when you really are at your lowest or when you don't want to do it and you kind of give up and just or not give up but you surrender and say like I can't do this whatever happens happens and let things be is when they work out in your best interest even like i've seen too a lot of the times when shitty stuff happens to me there's always a bigger reason for it and so lately like i got into a car accident on monday and as shitty as that was and as much as like this week has been tough for me because of it i know that like there's a bigger reason maybe it's to learn a lesson and maybe it's something that i don't see now but later on I'll look back and be like okay that kind of makes sense as to why and sometimes shit just happens and maybe mm-hmm. that'll be one of those things too that it maybe just happened to happen but a lot of the times when shit happens <coughs> there's a bigger reason for it and we're all meant to be here you know what I mean?
1: There, Yeah I wholeheartedly agree with you on that like if you still have like breath in your body you have a purpose like there is a reason for you to be here Um, like I always think about when I am interacting with somebody, and I I'm very adamant on telling people that I'm not a nice person. Like I'm very kind-hearted, but I like I get annoyed very easily. I don't like starting random conversations. I hate when somebody talks to me for a very long time about something that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> like I I'm not that friendly, but I'm very kind and I'm very sweet and I'm compassionate. Um, And I feel like you kind of have to, like, bring that to the table and, like, have that in your mind that somebody out there is feeding off of that kind act or that, like, that nice thing that you did to somebody else. Um, the way that you might have helped Susie with mm-hmm. her problem. Like, you know, yeah. like somebody might see that and be like, oh, wow. That's really great. Like, and even if they had like a negative experience with you, like I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who are like, oh my gosh, that guy's a dick. <laughs> uh, but then they like look over and it's like, oh my gosh, is that the same person? Like he really like, oh, uh. and then that could, prompt them to go do something else for somebody else like pay it forward so to speak Uh, but you never really know Um, and yeah
0: no, I think it's so important to have the mindset of like everybody's going through their own shit you Mm -hmm. know whether you see it or not and one small thing of just like being nice or not going out of your way to be like a dick to somebody in the sense of I don't know I guess I always think of it as like customer service you know so a lot of the times like in customer service situa- situations where, like, the service is slow or, like, something's going on, it's very telling to your character how you treat that person, how you mm-hmm. treat the server, how you treat whatever. And it's, like, I'm sure that person is, like – I don't know. I guess maybe it's because I've worked in customer service for so long. So it's, like, just be nice to people, <laughs> you know. You never mm-hmm. know what they're going through. Like, I was having a tough week last week. Had to tough it out, go to work. And the last thing I wanted was to deal with shitty people, you know. And it's, like, when they're shitty to you, then you want to be shitty to somebody else. And it's, just, it's a, a negative rolling ball effect, Whereas, what I've been trying to put in my mind is, like, if somebody's being a dick to me, it's more telling on them than it is me. Mm-hmm. And to, like, kill it with kindness, you know? Like, so, last week, there's this guy who came in was literally being, like, the hugest dick to me. And I was just like, okay, like, let me just be really fucking nice to him and make him feel like shit. <laughs> and I did. I was, like, really, really nice to him. And then at the end of it, he, like, switched his attitude and was being really nice. And it was like, I could have easily just been, like, shitty back. And it would have just been a... Then it would have ruined my day. And it would have been, like, you know what I mean? But it's just... Putting yourself in the mindset to be able to do that, though, which is tough. It's not a fun thing. It's very hard. Especially when all you want to do is just, like, flip everyone off. Yes. And that's an
1: easy way out. (laughs) One of the things I don't particularly care for in the customer service field is how people know that that you're in a position of um, not much power to where you can, like, speak up for yourself. And so they, like, go into it with attitude and being really rude and acting entitled it's like oh i'm the paying person and you're the employee and a lot of times it's like people in your aim so your own age bracket um at our shared employer um there's a lot of people that are like 20 plus or early 20s even that are just like Stunting around like they have been out in this world new for money. like yeah. It's all new money people. Very new money. And it's like they've acting they're acting like they've just been doing this for years. And it's like, no, like we were both scooting around in preschool together, kid. <laughs> like you're nobody different. Yeah. You just you were afforded a privilege that I unfortunately was not. hmm And that's mommy and daddy's money. <laughs>
0: god like all the people in the marina
1: Ugh. oh gosh
0: all shade all tea all oh. of it <laughs> I'm like yeah I, that's why I'm like I just can't be there anymore I can't deal with the people and the other day this guy I was talking to him and I <laughs> and we were t- talking about the marina and he was like well it's not that bad like and I was like alright I already know what kind of person you are and I don't want to hang out with you <laughs> like if you can't admit that marina people fucking suck I'm sorry you mm. need to like reevaluate your shit or just realize you're part of the problem and what we mean by Marina people, so we work in the marina. I'm not gonna say where, obviously, but the marina. How would you explain the clientele in Marina?
1: Hmm. Let's see. Picture this. Think Upper East Side, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. They're not vacationing in the Hamptons. They're vacationing in the marina.
0: <laughs> Ew! I'm gonna throw up myself. It's true. Um.
1: So, yeah, if you're familiar, like, think Gossip Girl, but in the marina.
0: Ugh, it's the worst. Like, the people are there just, everybody's just pretentious. That's what it is. They all think that they're the shit. Everybody looks the same, first of all get some get like a little personality get some uniqueness there's like four or five people who like look different literally four tell. or five <laughs> like, no like when people say "Oh, like oh this person so and so I'm like I don't they look like this I'm like everybody looks like that <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> they all look the
1: Lululemon same Lululemon outfits oh my
0: god I can't even talk shit though I do wear those outfits but I'm mm. like at least I don't I don't know
1: you make it look cute though like you have like a like a different edge yeah, to I it than other the people
0: shi- <laughs> I like to think at least um yeah it's just it's tough dealing with those type of people especially when they're so entitled and they just act like the way that they do it's just, it's just entitlement and it's pretentious and it's like it's
1: rude it's unnecessarily rude. rude it's like i've done nothing to you
0: they act like they're owed something and that's what i think the, the what i don't like the most is because nobody owes you anything that's it's another thing that i've been very like close. big on lately this is kind of like not so much flipping the switch but like I guess taking a different route. Um, the idea that no one owes you anything. And I think this plays into a lot of like relationships. And it's something. It's I guess a theme that I've seen lately. Just with things around me. But the idea that in a relationship. Somebody owes you like specific parts of themselves. And it's like opening my eyes to. The fact that everybody's an individual. And if you're in a relationship. Great. But that doesn't take away the fact that this person. That you're with is still an individual person. And they still have their own like wants and needs and I don't know I guess does that make sense what I'm saying like totally they don't owe you every part of themselves and I think it's almost expected that they do in a relationship
1: I and like I say like a lot guys um bear with me um (laughs) me too
0: oh god my in my communications class they oh I do a speech the other day and he was like you can't use the words like or um and I stuttered through the entire, thing. it was terrible. I was like, I can't not say like, or, um,
1: oh my gosh, yeah, no, was. like, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'd like, I totally feel that, that, um, the thought process behind that, because when you're investing so much into somebody, it's just like, okay, well I'm giving you a part of me essentially to keep this going to keep fueling this um why aren't you giving me x y and z back mm-hmm. or why would you go and do <laughs> a b and c to me when i've done mm-hmm. ef g for <laughs> yeah. you you yeah. know um and i think Coming to the realization, like you said, that, you know, at the end of the day, people don't really owe you anything. Um, And, like, that's one of the most hurtful things that I've come to realize. Hard
0: pill to swallow.
1: Like, people that have been in my life 10 plus years have cut me off, turned their backs on me for situations that, you know, I took blame for, but it's never been anything to where I'm just, like, you know, this negative person. It's like maybe there was lack of communication on both ends, and then it's like, well, why aren't you giving me what you're asking of from me to you? And so once i realized it's like well he or she didn't really owe you that to begin with that's just something that you formulated in your mind that you felt like you needed because you've known them for so long um and i was like oh bitch yes read me um read me (laughs) and that's also ties into why i um I kind of have this like wise about me. It's because I realized that like I could do miraculous things for somebody and they're not entitled to give me something back. Um, so a lot of the things that I do, I do um, keeping that in mind, just wanting to just to do it for my own sake Um but yeah, it's really, it's really eye opening once you see that people don't owe you something, and then you also kind of see like who in your life is kind of feeding off of you,
0: or even those in your life who are willing to go that extra mile for you, are mm-hmm. the ones who are actually giving you that effort as well. And I think it, for me, at least, like like what you said, it put my my I guess persp- my it put me in perspective of like of uh, to do it from a good place not coming from a place of like I'm giving you this so I can get this in return
1: Yes, Ooh. and so then
0: you start to ha- build these relationships and I think that's something I've been reflecting on recently is I feel like I've built so many genuine and good relationships and friendships within the past like few months and I think it's because I had that perspec- perspective Percep- perception I don't know anyways oh. switch that switch in like to do things from a good place to come from an, an actual genuine place in your heart and to Of course, give and give and give and be that person that also gives to themselves and to others, but also to draw the boundaries where you need to. And it's a hard balance to keep because it's so easy to like, at least for me, to like pour into others and to like give these things, but then get drained. And then I'm Mm. like, why am I drained? Because nobody else is giving to you. And then you get pissed off at yourself. You're like, well, why am I doing that? It's like you have to, again, go from a place of like love and care and genuine feelings, I guess.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> and not doing it like, well, I'm doing this because I know that this is going to come back to me, blah, 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 blah. Because
0: then when it doesn't happen, you're filled with disappointment and you're right back at square one and yeah. being like, pissed off.
1: And you're salty at people when you really shouldn't be because they're sleeping comfortably at night. <laughs> oh, dear. And you're like rolling around like, how dare they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how dare they? It's so true. And that was a uh, like, I'm guilty AF. Oh, me too. Of being like that. Like... Oh, like, oh, I will do all this for you, and cause I know that you're going to appreciate it, and you're going to be so happy that I did it, and you're going to, like, do all these wonderful things, and then the exact opposite happens, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, and when you, like, sit in that realization, again, that no one owes you anything, and you, like, re- I don't know, for me, I had to, like, replay to my head, no one owes you anything, I still say this to this day, when somebody makes me mad or they do something that makes me feel a certain type of way, I'm like, first of all, why, in my, in, like, myself, why am I allowing that to make me feel this way? And also, too, they don't know you anything. Sometimes people just act to act. It's not necessarily against you. It's just kind of, like...
1: It's, like, just them, kind of... Doing their thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, I, um, I was watching Pose the other day um and one of the characters electra said to somebody she was like i don't owe you any manners (laughs) and Uh. i was like oh yes (laughs) um and like i've kind of taken that philosophy on it's like oh like people don't owe you anything it's like well Okay. The one thing that I'm not going to give you anymore are these like manners that have been drilled into my head. Um, I'm just going to match the energy that you're giving me. Um, I commend everybody that is like, you know, I'm gonna kill them with kindness and mm-hmm. be really nice. But I know <laughs> I've gotten to a point in my life you where just I know. just can't do that yeah. across the board. Yeah. Um, I'm going. I'm going to approach it in a nice manner. But I'm also gonna let you know you fucked up. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: it's important because it's like you're drawing your boundary. You know, you're saying like, yeah, okay, but that's not okay. (laughs) Like, okay, you're gonna act this way. Here's the here's the border. Here's the boundary where I don't allow it. You know, that's because you that whole saying of like you show people how to treat you is true, but it's also like. Where am I trying to go with this? Sometimes I lose my train of thought. Oh <laughs> like my right God! In the no, I like, am so like glad
1: I have kept up <laughs> as much as I have no, so this far. No, has been a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was like, my brain is like frying out now. I'm like, mm, okay, that's it. I just hit
1: that pen, so I'm gonna go left <laughs> like that's here. In all a minute. I could compute. <laughs> <laughs> um, wine break. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I um. Yeah, I've just. This whole conversation really just kind of touches on like a mindset that I've had for the last few months. Um, And I've just been kind of like bulldozing my way through um, just everything that's like blocking me from ultimate happiness or anything that's slowing me down from getting to that ultimate happiness. And I'm in no way, like, trying to rush to it, but I also am very aware that I'm not where I could be. Um, And I've taken on the philosophy, you know, like, I don't owe you any manners. I don't owe you anything as you don't owe me. Either of those things in return. Um, So if we going to be beneficial to one another let's discuss that if not move along i've got somewhere to be
0: mm-hmm. i love that and that's something that is so hard for not just me but i'm sure a lot of people to like get to that place like you said it took obviously going through stuff but it's such a good mindset to have and i totally see that in you um and that's like one of the things i love about you is that you know your worth and you're quick to... Plus the tax. Oh, yes. It's good, though. Like, you know your worth and you're also quick to, I guess, cut people off who aren't worth it. And that's so important because a lot of the times we, like, dwindle, like, oh, but they have this and that and that. And I feel like you're just always good at, like, no, well, that's, like, that's not enough. Sorry. And that's just not, not a good match.
1: I... Don't know. I thank you. <laughs> um, I have learned to be very cutthroat. Um, but not like In just a rude way. Yeah. Not rude or irrational, but a very like strategic, like I'm tired of feeling this way from you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah. I've cut ties with very affluential family members who could easily be helping me through any situation that I have overcome over these last few months um all because i don't feel like they're the energy that i want in my life um you know growing up they did so much for me and were there for me throughout tumultuous times um but as i got older i started realizing i'm like this this is not okay like this behavior that you're showing me about other family members that i'm close to like that's really that's no I, i can't play with that so i'm just not gonna talk to you like that anymore um and
0: that's such a big thing to be able to do because when it comes to family it's a different playing ground it's like a whole different thing
1: it's um It's, yeah, it's kind of, it's touchy. It's very touch and go. Um, But in the end, it's very freeing. Very freeing. Um, Because I see my family in a different light. And I think I actually like that light more. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but. Just like K Camp said, and ain't nothing to cut a bitch off. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing.
0: And I think on that, let's go ahead and end it here. Cause I feel like that was such a solid combo. Oh That's yes. honestly so good. Uh. So I guess like what moral of the story? <laughs> um, no you're worth add tax. Love that. And
1: people don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm
0: to go about things with a genuine heart and genuine intentions and you'll always like win no matter you what. You will
1: always win.
0: Oh, thank you so much for doing yes, this. No Do you want to shout out your Instagram and stuff so that the people can follow?
1: Um, uh, Yeah, Gustavus Tagnolotti on Instagram. Uh, Tag House of below. Gustavus. My business. Yes. I love ya. Yay. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Mm.